Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning. Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan Podcast. It is Wednesday, the 27th, and I am Brendan McConaughey, your host. I'm here with my wife, Rachel McConaughey. Hello. Hello. Hi. I'm going to read today's passage, which is from 1 Corinthians 8, verses 1 through 13. So, this is in my Bible entitled, Instruction on Christian Freedom. Food sacrifice to idols. All right. Now concerning food sacrifice to idols, we know that all of us possess knowledge. Knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. Anyone who claims to know something does not yet have the necessary knowledge, but anyone who loves God is known by him. Hence, as to the eating of food offered to idols, we know that no idol in the world really exists and that there is no God but one. Indeed, even though there may be so-called gods in heaven or on earth, as in fact there are many gods and many lords, yet for us there is one God, the Father, from whom all things and for whom we exist, and one Lord, Jesus Christ, through whom are all things and through whom we exist. It is not everyone, however, who has this knowledge. Since some have become so accustomed to idols until now, they still think of the food they eat as offered as food offered to an idol, and their conscience, being weak, is defiled. Food will not bring us close to God. We are no worse off if we do not eat, and no better off if we do. But take care that this liberty of yours does not somehow become a stumbling block to the weak. For if others see you who possess knowledge, eating in the temple of an idol, might they not, since their conscience is weak, be encouraged to the point of eating food sacrificed to idols? So by your knowledge, those weak believers for whom Christ died are destroyed. But when you thus sin against members of your family and wound their conscience when it is weak, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if food is a cause of their falling, I will never eat meat so that I may not cause one of them to fall. Okay. Rachel, what is grabbing you about this passage right now? Well, I had, um, I really enjoying my really tattered Bible only because of the little notes that I'll take. So I remember Mm -hmm. this, um, I wrote live above reproach. And I remember when I wrote that I was accounts. um, What verse did you write that over? Over verse nine. But take care that this liberty of yours does not somehow become a stumbling block to the weak. Yes. And then you wrote live above reproach. Yes. And I remember when I wrote it and I remember what conversation I was having. Um, I was at Spring Hill Camp as an area director, so I was summer of one of my college years. So I was in charge of, um, you know, discipling these counselors at Spring Hill. And I remember, I don't know exactly what decision it was, but I remember thinking, man, like, I wish I could remember this so specific, but I remember thinking, well, I I could do this thing. It's not the wrong thing. So I went and talked to like a mentor about it. And this um, person said, well, even though it's fine and good for you to do that, I would live above reproach because people can, 
people could, your counselors or the people could take that differently. Um, they don't, you know, they don't know the whole situation and they'll see this part of it and it'll be a stumbling block, you know? Um, and I've thought of that for years. I mean, that was like 10 years ago, 15 years ago now that when something comes up in my life that, you know, it, whether it's saying something or I don't know, acting a certain way or wearing something or whatever, posting something that live above reproach. Like don't let it be a stumbling block. Don't, um, someone who might not know my heart or my intent may think, um, something mm -hmm. other than my intent. And it could be, um, I don't know, cause division or cause. So I was reading in my life application Bible, this little note, um, it says, Paul addressed these words to believers who weren't bothered by eating meat that had been sacrificed to idols. Um, the pagan ritual of sacrificing to idols was meaningless in eating, but eating such meat offended Christians with more sensitive consciences. Paul said, therefore, that if a weaker or less mature believer misunderstood, that's the word, misunderstood their actions, they should, out of consideration, avoid meeting, eating meat offered to idols. Mm-hmm. So again, that speaks to that live above reproach. So we were at a, an outdoor gathering a couple nights ago. And um, and there were some people there who I know, we know personally, have had coronavirus. Mm. Right? They've been through it. And so I'm talking about mask wearing here. So there's a variety of feelings about wearing masks. So I'm not trying to impart anything about, you know, what's right or what's wrong here in terms of, you guys. So if you have different practices around masks, I'm not trying to influence you. That's the whole point. Okay. But so what I'm trying to say in the story is this person has already been through coronavirus, already has the antibodies, is not afraid of getting it and is not afraid of passing it on in the least, mm -hmm. you know, and they're there at this outdoor gathering where there are people who were asked to wear masks. Mm -hmm. You know, we said, Hey, go ahead and wear masks. The, the people who organized the event said, please wear a mask just out of consideration for others and to make sure it's as safe as possible. Well, you know? because, yeah, some people probably wouldn't have showed up. If they, right. So you know. we we know that some people who are, who are going to be invited would not have showed up if there weren't masks asked to be there. Right. So I understand this is slightly controversial, so I wish it wasn't, but I'm just telling you the story. So the, pre, the people who showed up who have had coronavirus before, they were wearing masks. Mm -hmm. And I thought... What a uh, an example of being of this passage, you know, they know that they're not going to pass coronavirus on to someone else. They know that they're not going to get coronavirus from other people, but they are willing to wear a mask because not everyone knows that about them and they don't want to cause, they want to be a stumbling block to anybody else. This story might be a stumbling block to people. Because <laughs> okay. Of well, all right. Well, so again, I don't mean to say, you know, if, if you are already, you know, this, this is what I'll say. If you have already had coronavirus, you have the antibodies, you're not worried about getting it or passing it on to others. And you choose to not wear a mask around other people, even though you've been asked to wear a mask. I'm not saying anything is wrong about that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Can mm -hmm. I just say that? Mm -hmm. Does that help a little bit? Sure. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, I think, makes it, it's a modern day example yeah, of something because right. this was this was controversial for right. them whether to eat right food You're sacrifice right. styles and it and it wasn't yeah so it was a controversial thing 
and Paul's kind of saying a controversial thing to them. Like, it hey, is a good example, Bren. It is. If you're if you're past this, good for you. Like, great. Um, but there's some people who aren't past this. So be you know, be cognizant of how that appears to other people because that matters. Mm-hmm. You don't want to cause people unnecessary stress. I think of that too with like alcoholics. And- yeah. It's totally the same kind of thing. Yeah. And not making alcohol a, a centerpiece of a gathering when you know that an alcoholic is coming in there. Yeah. You know for yourself that alcohol is not a problem for you, that mm-hmm. you can have a drink mm-hmm. and it doesn't bug you or lead you to want to get drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet you know that someone is coming over or you're going to be with somebody while you're drinking who is an alcoholic and mm-hmm. who will start to feel a craving, you know? Or, or just feel... Or just feel left out yeah, or bothered or, you know, that's just on their mind. Um, and no, not so all alcoholics are like that. I'm thinking of right. your parents who have a glass of wine with their neighbors every night or mm-hmm. however often. And um, their good friend comes who's right. Who's a recovering alcoholic, yeah, but they know that's not a stumbling block to him. Right. Right. But the point is, even if you think something is right for you, and you have quote unquote knowledge around it, or you've kind of gotten past it in your faith, and it's something you're at peace with with God. It doesn't necessarily mean that you should just not be considerate about other people. Hmm. So there's um, the way that people perceive your actions. This is what yes. this person means about yes. reproach repro- repro- matters because you may not have a chance to verbally explain right. your knowledge, right? And that could lead them astray. I'd hate to, yeah be an ex- if people see me as an example of Christ and then I do something that doesn't fit in line with mm-hmm. their understanding and I f- get misunderstood then shoot yeah. there are, I mean if Paul was saying this to me in person I'd be like I'd be like okay I get it but Paul isn't there a place for intentionally you know um, stoking up a little bit of pushback you know like Intentionally doing something to cause someone to question their own beliefs and to, you know, stimulate their own quest for knowledge and stuff like that. So, I mean, I think that's the other side of the coin that he doesn't say in this passage, but is is part of how we grow. You know, like seeing somebody lead worship barefoot, for example, um, when I was like in high school, I was like, what? Mm-hmm. How dare you lead worship barefoot? You know, that's disrespectful or I was talking to someone um, who's Catholic recently who was talking about about stumbling blocks for them going to a Protestant church and they were asking me questions about it and um, and it was actually a really good conversation because the Protestants in that church were doing things that were a stumbling block for her and it was a great origin of a conversation to be able mm-hmm. to question her beliefs and think about what she believes about God. Mm-hmm. And um, so I do think it's important in terms of our, our growth and faith to be challenged by people who live differently than us. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, I think it's the other side of the coin here. Sure. But, what Paul is saying is he's like, therefore, I will never eat meat so that I may not cause. I know. Them, I think that's which cool. is just a full sacrifice, sacrificial tone. Yeah. And that goes back to his Galatians thing of being willing to be, I will be weak to anyone. Like I, yeah, I, I would rather be weak and um, I'll be, 
to the people who are under the law, I'll speak as one who's under the law. And the people who are outside the law, I'll speak as one who's outside of the law so that I can identify with people. Actually, I don't think that's Galatians. I think that was First Corinthians. I think it's the same book. Oh. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, good things to reflect on there. Thank you, Rachel, for helping us reflect on it. Hopefully, uh, I didn't bring up a topic that, you know, unnecessarily cause a stumbling block for anybody. I don't, I, I, I'm worried that I did. So, I'm sorry for that. Um, hopefully, um, you'll forgive me. Uh, we will be back with you tomorrow for our last podcast of the week. Um, tomorrow's Thursday, and we'll be reading Mark 1. 21 through 28. We will be back with you tomorrow morning. Until then, go in peace. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Thank you.